Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. I am Roy Burton, and we have a special guest. I have a special guest with me today, my very own Marjorie Taylor Greene herself, one Chanel, my lovely Wait. wife, Chanel. How are you doing today, <laughs> I'm Chanel? I'm your guest? Yes. And you just liken me to Marjorie Taylor Greene? Yes. Where does that come from? Because I can't argue with people who don't listen to facts, who don't listen to, to who don't see, study the science of Google Drive shares and understand how technology works. I can't, I can't. Well, you could have likened me to any, anything <laughs> that to me is the gravest of insults. That's the gravest of insults. The gravest. You oh, will, that's way worse. Than no, Marjorie you Taylor will pay Green. this evening, buddy. <laughs> way worse than you Marjorie will Taylor Green. You will have a cold bed this week, buddy. <laughs> a cold bed. I'm going to take people behind the curtain. When we prepare the show, when I prepare the show, I send a Google drive, rundown of the show topics to the talent normally you do to the talent normally you do the when talent you gets the, the when talent. <laughs> you don't drop the ball you do the talent gets this i don't ask the talent anything else other than to prepare for the show and show up and perform like like so now you're liking me to like a circus no no you're the talent you're the talent that's what i'm saying you are the talent but but you, you are didn't the denzel send washington it, but you didn't send it this week i literally i'd have rather proof. be the viola davis but go all on. right you're the go viola off. davis of this like, I'm not, like, look listen i'm the producer you're the talent like this doesn't the, the machine doesn't work well you failed you. your job this week producer this the document was created ahead of time as always it was, it was not shared ahead sent. of time as always it was not shared denzel or viola or whoever, Viola, please. Viola, um, or well, what's the Angela Bassett? Shout out to Angela Bassett. I'll be uh, Angela Bassett, Viola. She, she's, got I'll that, she's got that bag today or earlier this week. So shout out to Angela Bassett. There's some a caveat to that, but we won't oh, go into okay. Yeah, we don't got to talk about that. But the talent failed to execute whatever she needs to execute on her computer no, to read the no, rundown. You didn't do what you normally do. So. You can't get someone used to you doing something, then all of a sudden yank it away from them. That's what you men like to do when you're in relationships. So, so you're going to see today on this episode of the show, you're going to see Viola, yes, do things again. Like again, usually Viola well, prepares who's a, a Who's bit. a failed producer <laughs> <laughs> that I can liken you to? Oh my goodness! One that drops the ball. You know who doesn't drop the ball? Bing Bing Dim Sum. That's right. We've had a chance to uh, check out Bing Bing Dim Sum actually not too long ago, actually hours ago. Uh, and since it's fresh in our mind, we decided to talk about that on this edition of the Joe and Appetit podcast. We have a lot of stuff to get to on this show, including some new Best of Philly um, winners. Um, again, Best of Philly 2021 was just released by Philly Max. We will discuss that. And we have some new openings in Philadelphia. As you can tell, the uh, restaurant scene is kind of coming back. You know, um, as this pandemic begins to ease, at least in Philadelphia, it's, it's not. At least no, don't, some, don't. You're now who? Okay, so uh, now we okay. got fixed news in the building okay. with the, <laughs> with the the misstatement of facts. That's I apologize. So not true. Right I apologize. Now. I apologize. But no, we have a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Before we do any of that, though, we want to thank you guys as always for listening to us, for supporting us, for checking us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at John Appetit on each and every social media platform. Um, thank you guys for listening. Again, I know we had gone away on a, on a pretty uh, long hiatus before, but we dropped a couple episodes these last couple of weeks, and the uh, response has been very good. Um, people have kind of tuned back in like we haven't missed a beat. So thank you guys. Thank you very much. As always, for listening to us. And please tell a friend to tell a friend about the show. If one person can tell up to five people about the show, and they can tell five people, and they can tell five people. Then and can, all those people will know about this show. Exactly. And we can kind of grow this show and we can kind of jump up those uh, those those Apple Music rankings and those uh, Google Music rankings or YouTube Music rankings, I should say, and Spotify rankings. And more people can find out about what we do here at John Appetit. Again, we try to tell you about the best of the Philadelphia food scene and outside of Philadelphia as well. So thank you guys as always for your support. Mostly Philadelphia. Thank you guys for your support. Again, please follow us on the social media platforms as well. And wherever you get your podcasts, again, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreakers. Do a search for John Appetit. Download it to your phone, your computer, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Listen at home. Take us with you on the go uh, 24-7, 365. Also, listen to my other show, The Broad Street Line. You can download that where you get your podcast. Or if you're in Philly, you can tune in every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on 106.5 FM. Also, check out our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, the flagship show, War Room Sports. 
uh, Tissue and the Tape with our guys Phil and Savad, and new episodes dropping of On the Couch with the Wilsons. I know they talked about, I think Dr. Death was their recent ep- most recent episode. Oh. They did a uh, podcast, Deep Dive into the Dr. Check Death. I got that out. I love uh, that show. Episode, uh, recent uh, Dr. Death series on Peacock. So definitely Fantastic check, series. Yeah, yeah, definitely check out the latest edition of On the Couch with the Wilsons. So before we get into all that other stuff, the food stuff, we do want to shout out our regular folks. Shout out. Padma Lakshmi, Taste of the Nation on Hulu. Shout out to the big homie Tay Diggs for following us on the Twitter machine. And shout out to our friends over at Stateside Vodka. Again, if you are a fan of vodka, gluten-free vodka, seven times distilled vodka, the best vodka that we have tried here at the Joan Appetit Studios, you want to check out our friends at Stateside Vodka. That's Staring stateside. at the Stateside right now. Exactly. StatesideVodka.com is always in our house. Again, we, we record right near our vodka bottles. I don't know what that says about us, but... Stateside that we vodka. enjoy a good time. Exactly right. Stateside vodka again um, has the best is the best vodka for our money um, around, and you can get a discount on Stateside vodka. They pr- partner with us to provide a discount to you guys, the listeners of the John Appetit podcast. So when you go to Stateside vodka, when you place an order uh, for pickup or delivery, use promo code John. That's J A W N for ten percent off your order. So if you want a nice one liter bottle of vodka, if you want some uh, some accoutrements to go with that, some barware, some things like that. Again, check out our friends, statesidevodka.com. Yes, I do. And use promo code John. That's J-A-W-N for Stateside Vodka. Again, our favorite vodka. We definitely, definitely appreciate your support. All right. So now that we did all that stuff, before we get into our food stuff, actually, this is food as well, our All Black Everything segment. Shout out to a former guest of the show. Um, we mentioned this on the last episode of the show, but I wanted to get, get into more detail because I didn't have the article in front of me. But shout out to friend of the show, former guest of the show, Kurt Evans. He is the owner-operator of Down North Pizza in Philadelphia, which we've talked about in the show um, before. He won. Uh, he was one of the initial recipients of the Champions of Change Award. And this is given out by the people behind the world's uh, 50 best restaurants. And this award is for basically chefs who are doing, who are going above and beyond in the world of food. Again, champions of change. I mean, that's kind of self-explanatory. Um, as you know, if you've listened to our, our show, if you listened to our show before with uh, Chef Evans, um, he does a lot of work, you know, trying to shed light on the uh, mass incarceration system in America. He has those end mass incarceration dinners that he holds um, all across the country. And so that, that was in part is the reason why he was one of the, one of the recipients of this award. Um, he also is part of a organization called Everybody Eats. And this is a group that, began during the pandemic and they go around and they provide free food to people in underserved communities. I know they do. They did it here. I think they had something down in Houston or somewhere in Texas. I'm not exactly sure, but they go around the country and they, they serve people um, who are in underserved communities to provide food for, for people in underserved communities. Um, so along with this champions of change, well, first of all, congratulations on, on the win. Um, it's part of the award. It's part of the award. There's a, a cash prize and chef Evans plans to use part of those winnings to start a roving produce truck. It will travel to food deserts and low-income neighborhoods. And I think the way it's going to work is, and I think I read it from the article, basically people get a large tote bag. I think they pay like a, fat, a flat fee for a tote bag, and they can fill up the tote bag with as much produce as they want, as long as you know, whatever fits in the, you know, fits in the bag. Um, and again, this provides, this will give people who don't have easy access to fresh groceries and produce and things like that, you know, that, that access. So That's awesome. So it's an awesome, awesome deal. So again, congratulations, Chef Kurt Evans for the Champions of Change Award. Again, hopefully, um, you know, everything goes well with the food truck. If you need any support, if you need us to signal books anything, please let us know. Um, again, because we're big fans of your work and we're and everything that you're doing is, is very, is very is awesome. So, so congrats to Chef Kurt Evans. All right, Philly, what is new? What's new is the new list of Best of Philly. So, Philadelphia Magazine, Philly Mag, as we like to know, like to call it around these parts, um, releases their Best of Philly you know, winners every year, it's a couple hundred winners across multiple categories. Um, obviously, being John Appetit, we are more focused on the food and drink category than anything else. So, the food and drink winners this year, a lot of new winners, a lot of, a lot of you know, newer names on this restaurant and food and drink list uh, for 2021. And again, it's a great thing because these businesses are probably looking for an uptick in, you know, in, in, uh, in traffic and customers, you know, given that we're still in the midst of the pandemic. Best new restaurant According to Philly Mag, is uh, Sally. This is a casual Italian restaurant at 22nd and Spruce. It's a very good-looking menu. I don't know if you had a chance to look at the menu. No, I didn't. At all. Um, it's a very good-looking menu at this place called Sally. That's the best new restaurant, 
according to the folks, the editors uh, at Philadelphia Magazine. Best Sandwiches is the shop called Huda, which we talked about on the show yeah. like months ago um, before they opened. Uh, this is the fast, casual sandwich shop from uh, Yehuda, uh, Yehuda Seichel. I believe that's how you pronounce the last name. Uh, he was formerly uh, of Abe Fisher. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, so those sandwiches, again, make their, and the bread, I think it's a milk bread uh, buns. Like those sandwiches are probably A1, number one, legit. Best Seafood, Kensington Quarters. Now, this may seem a little odd oh, to you because yeah, Kensington Quarters, you know, originally opened as a meat-focused, meat-centric kind of restaurant. Like butcher-type deal. Yeah, like a butcher shop kind of thing. They've kind of reconfigured over the past six or eight months, or maybe maybe more, and now they're a seafood-focused spot, and they won the Best Seafood Award from Philadelphia Magazine. And um, the one another um, winner that popped out to me, Best Barbecue Pop-Up uh, Spot called North by Texas. It's a barbecue pop-up from a native of Austin, Texas. So, again, I'm here for that. Um, and they are there every Saturday morning. They are at the Mermaid Inn at the Chestnut Hill Farmer's Market. So, haven't been to, haven't been to North by Texas, but if anybody out there has been, please, please let us let know. Please let us know. Please. Because um, if there's somebody from Austin doing barbecue here, then, all right, then that already has my, that already has my, my, my antennas up. So, very curious about North by Texas. Um, I believe you can follow them on Instagram and find out, um, you know, the latest with, with them. But I think they're every every Saturday, every Saturday, that the Mermaid Inn at the Chestnut Hill Farmers Market. So those are some of the ones that kind of jumped out to me. I don't know if anything jumped out to you when you were kind of kind of scanning down the list. Now, what jumped out um, to me was just all the the new names on there. It was kind of cool and refreshing to see a lot of the newer spots being listed here. Yeah, no, it's it's really it's really cool because again, like I know we all kind of get into get into our ruts and. Certain places that we like, and we kind of go to like the same places yeah. all the time. And I want to try Fudina though. Yeah, no, yeah. that's the the West was the West African yeah, place the, with the yeah, uh, Joel Off Rice and, and curry goat and all that curry stuff. goat yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, I think they're still they're still finalizing um, uh, preparations for their brick and mortar um, spot. Yeah, but Fudina looks. We will definitely yes, be checking that out. Absolutely. So again, if you've been to any of these best of Philly places, or if there's something that you think should have won best of Philly, please. Let us know again. John Appetite, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, John Appetite at gmail.com as well. Um, we talked about the South and some from, someone from Austin bringing their food to um, the Philadelphia area. Southern Biscuits are now in South Jersey. That just blows my mind. Blair Mountain Biscuit Company was recently opened in Blackwood in Gloucester Township in South Jersey. Uh, the executive chef, Ted Miller, is from Virginia, and he developed his... Uh, his rosemary drop biscuit recipe down in Virginia, and he said, "You know what? Like, I want to bring it up north. I'm going to bring it to South Jersey, give some people from the north a taste of the South." So that's what he's done. And now Blair Mountain Biscuit Company you can get your Southern biscuits in South Jersey, right over the bridge for you guys in Philadelphia. Um, I'm looking at this menu; it looks fantastic. Um, so this is your thing. This is me. Yeah, this is all you this all day with the biscuits. I'm surprised you haven't rushed out. I can't tell you I'm not going to be there in, in the next month or so. I can't tell <laughs> I'm you. I'm just surprised. I'm I can't very tell surprised you. that it is taking you this long to even hit it up and try to get some. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't tell you like because because usually because because you know we we typically don't eat breakfast a lot. No. Um, except maybe on the weekends, just just because you know occasionally. Cause we, yeah, because yeah. we start we kind of start work early. Not that we're you know telling ourselves, but we kind of start work like we kind of get up and just go to work. Um, so we usually don't take the time to kind of kind of eat breakfast. No. Sometimes um, not lunch. Yeah, sometimes not even yeah. lunch. So yeah, so we don't typically eat breakfast. However, if a place that sells biscuits with sausage gravy is ten or fifteen minutes from me now, then all right, I can kind of, I can kind of, you know, schedule myself for a meeting between eight and eight forty-five. <laughs> I'll throw that. I'll throw that on the yeah. Outlook calendar a little yeah. bit, so I can run down there and get some biscuits. Um, they have biscuits and gravy, like I just mentioned, either sausage gravy or pepper gravy, which I'm not sure what that is. Is it what like a pepper pe- gravy? Yeah, yeah. Usually you you might see a pepper ba- gravy on um like uh country fried steak or chicken. Like they usually will do like a pepper gravy on. So them. is it sausage gravy without the sausage or what? Kinda. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. kinda. That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Um, they also have biscuit sandwiches, which include hot chicken, regular chicken, and for those of you from here, scrapple. No. You want scrapple on your biscuit sandwiches. Oh yeah, I'm not for from here. So. Yeah, for those of you from here that like scrapple. It's an acquired taste. Um, also, they have sides, including loaded fries. You can get fries loaded with the sausage gravy, which sounds really good. 
mac and cheese, and collard greens. You think fries with sausage gravy sounds good? Well, yeah, so you, because you don't, you, because you're not a fan of, uh, what's that, poutine? Like yeah, you, I'm not yeah. a poutine person, and yeah. I love french fries, but I'm not a poutine person. Um, check out their website, biscuitshack.com. That's biscuits with an S, hack, I'm sorry, biscuitshacknj.com. That's biscuitshacknj.com. So their website and their menu and their and their hours and all sorts of good stuff. So again, Blair Mountain Biscuit Company, check them out. Coney Shack offers hot dogs and tacos in University City. This is a BYOB at 3813 Chestnut. Started as a food cart in Coney Island back in 2013. And now this is the Philadelphia location um, of the Coney Shack. And according to their website, it says Mexican and American street food flavor, uh, favorites with a Southeast Asian twist. This um, did you look at this menu? This menu is loaded. There's everything I, I, you want on this menu. I just looked at a everything. bunch of pictures. Everything. You know how I feel about a bunch go of to, stuff on my hot dog. No, 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 no. Well, go to the, no, go to the website because again, it's not just hot dogs and tacos. Because I thought yeah. like it says hot dogs and tacos, and we were told in the in the article, our first article I saw said hot dogs and tacos. Yeah. Go to the website. Hot dogs and tacos are like almost down the list. There's like. 20 things I'd eat before the hot dogs and tacos okay. on this list. Because I saw have, hot dogs, I saw the pictures, and it was just like, I get really no, weird no, no. about putting a bunch of stuff Go to the on website. Because on the website, like the thing that hits you first, rice bowls, burritos, and quesadillas, and they have all oh, types. Really? They have all types of meat and So proteins. don't do what I did, people. Don't read the articles. Go directly to the Go store. to the website. Go to the website. Because yeah, I read the articles. I was like, Coney dogs and hot dogs with stuff all over them? No yeah. thanks. And yeah, I know you're scarred by those Chicago hot dogs. Yes. yes. And all those other. No. Like, this is. No. I mean, and again, again, I'm sure their hot dogs are great. And I'm sure they're fine. Or whatever like that. Oh, so you like build your own thing. Yeah. You can build your oh. own bowls. That to me is the hook. I mean, like, it's Coney Island. Caramelized so. honey port? Listen. Like, I know they're Coney Island. That's a hot dogs are oh, their thing. Oh, and you can go, like, vegetarian with this, too. Yeah, crunchy tofu. Popcorn oyster mu- mushrooms. Okay. Lemongrass chicken. Beer short rib. I'm like, wait a minute. I would go to this place. I don't you know if I'd ever order a hot dog. Run, for you, runny fried eggs on your bowl? Listen. Okay. This is, right. this is what I'm talking about. What is cocoa curry corn? Okay. This is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, don't be fooled by the pictures, people. I was fooled. I saw weird hot dogs. I was like, ah, it's hot dogs. But no, this is way much more than that. Yeah, and again, you can get hot dogs and tacos and bao buns even as well. Again, and again, as I mentioned before, Coney Island, I'm sure hot dogs are their thing. Maybe that's why the articles have been centered around the hot dogs, because they associated Coney Shack with Coney Island. Right, which is probably, that's that's probably how they started, and that's probably what they think. But I would go here... I'm, I'm, I don't know. They're probably I, not even eat a hot dog. Yeah. There's just these bowls. Yeah. You know, the meat and the different customizable options of these bowls. Okay. It's fantastic. It looks like you can go crazy with these bowls, uh, burritos and quesadillas. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily. Delivery available through Grubhub, Uber Eats, Caviar, and DoorDash. Again, this is the Coney Shack, 3818 Chestnut Street. It's a BYOB as well. Sunny's Cocktail Joint is now open on South Street. This is the uh, this is a new bar from the folks behind uh, Hawthorns and Wine Dive and Teal Flores. It's now open at fifteen oh eight South Street. Um, this is a very cool looking spot. I don't know if you had a chance to look at the pictures of it. I did look at the pictures. It's a cool looking spot. Like this like it looks good too. Yeah, this is a, this is a good spot. It's like a nice chill spot. Again, it's probably not too crazy, and you know, it's like a nice chill spot with some good looking food, some good some. Inventive cocktails, and they have the standard cocktails as well, as well like Negronis and Gimlets and things like that. But they have some really cool cocktails, and I think the board changes a lot as well with the cocktails. But the food looks good too. They have wag, wagyu mini hot dogs. And they have crispy shiitake bites, um, beef tartare grilled cheese. I'm very interested in that because I'm not even sure what that is. Uh, it looks interesting. It looks like it's grilled cheese, and then they put the beef tartare on top of it. Yeah, I'm like, it looks like it might be like a shaved egg or something. I'm not sure what's on top. Oh, I don't know yeah. if that's a cured egg that they shave on top or what, but it looks like it might be. Yeah. It looks very interesting. Very interesting. I definitely get a bitter try. Uh, mac and cheese bites, and they have Dunkaroos inspired chocolate chip cookies with buttercream dip. Those cookies look excellent. Yeah, man. And Dunkaroos, if you guys remember Dunkaroos, like those cookies, I think they still make them. Those I, are some I'm good not, cookies. I'm, I'm not aware. Those are some good cookies. Um, Seating for 50 inside the bar, 40, they have a little backyard, courtyard area, so 40 outside as well. Um, live events, music, and quizzo during the week. Um, so, again, check them out. Again, Sunny's Cocktail Joint, 1508 South Street. 
And finally, in the segment, IKEA has no. released a meatball scented candle. No. Now, KFC has had the chicken scented candle. They had, who had the log? It was KFC, um, wasn't it? Was KFC it? Who had the KFC log. KFC had the log, but they also had a candle that smelled like. There was a mashed potato can, mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes and gravy. And gravy. Okay. I'm, I'm, this is all enough. I don't like my house to smell like food. Meatballs smell good, though. I don't like my house to smell like food. Barbecue smells good. I don't like. You know that. If it smells like food in here, I get like. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So Ikea. Is a and I cook. That's what's weird. People need to understand. We cook all the time. I just don't want it to smell like food in here. So the Hoovudrol is the Ikea special candle. Um, it's, it's part of their um, 10th anniversary of their loyalty program. It's their celebration they're having. And they have some interesting items, giveaways. It's part of their um, celebration of their 10th anniversary. Do they anniversary. hate their customers? And so you can't buy the candle, but you can go to Ikea's website and enter their, again, their, their anniversary giveaway. They between, obviously don't like us. <laughs> between now and August 22nd. And if you win, you get a box of cool stuff, including... A meatball scented candle. They could have kept that. So I'm intrigued. If anybody has this candle or anybody gets this candle, please let us know. If you want to send one to us, again, you know, appreciate it. Hit us up in the DMs. We're very interested. I am very interested in this meatball scented candle. I don't know why he can't light it at home, so don't tell him. I'm lighting this up. He will light that up like like he will light up something else. He's not lighting that candle. Have it, have it, this house smell like We're meatballs. We're beefing people, just beef. so you know. There's a, beef. There's beef here. Meatball beef. <laughs> All right, we are going to take a quick break. On the other side, we are going to talk about what's good in Philly. That's Bing Bing Dim Sum. It's a place we've talked about before on the show. It's been a minute since we've been back, so we took a chance to make a second trip. Is it as good as we remember? Well, we'll tell you on the other side. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Segment number two. What's good, Philly? What's good is Bing Bing Dim Sum. As they say, Chinese plates with a Jewish twist. Now, we've talked about this place before. This is, these are the same folks behind uh, Chu Fishtown and Nunu, uh, which are basically one restaurant that are now kind of combined now. Um, they used to have the Chu Noodle Bar, which is downtown, which is closed now. But same folks behind that, um, behind those restaurants, are the folks behind Bing Bing Dim Sum. Yes. Um, it's been at least a couple years since we've been yeah, last been time. While. I can't remember. Um, we have an old episode talking it, about Bing Bing. Yeah. I don't know when it well, was. Well, it's been a while for a lot of things because of the yeah. COVID, but it was still like a while yeah. before COVID. It's a while ago. So yeah. we said, you know what? Let's kind of, you know, let's kind of see what, see what they're hitting for. We remember them being good. Let's kind of go back and see what, see what they're all about. So we took a trip to Bing Bing Dim Sum actually a couple of hours before we sat down to record this episode of the podcast, and since everything's kind of fresh in our mind, we say, hey, let's just talk about it. So, Bing Bing Dim Sum. Um, so, we just kind of hit that menu, and we were like, look, he's going to just attack this thing. Yeah, there were a few of us. Yeah, it was more than um, just the two of us. This so. is us, at, well, me, really, acclimating our, myself back into the world, because I've been shut in more so than I probably had to be, but don't care. I'm one of those crazy people who, you know, doesn't go outside. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. I'm not crazy. You know, you know, I don't go outside. So <laughs> me venturing to restaurants is 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 me starting to come outside again and you know try to be normal. So this was an opportunity for us to be normal. For those of you who are like me, before we get started on a menu and concern, I will say this about Bing Bing: the whole side of the restaurant is open. Um, so there's fresh air coming in. There's outdoor seating. There's plant outdoor seating. The indoor seating, which we were sitting inside. We were next to a completely open window, so it was kind of like sitting outside. Um, the staff in there were wearing masks. Like, I felt very safe. I felt very comfortable in there. So um, for those of you who are looking to venture back out who are like me that are kind of a little hesitant, um, Bing Bing's a good place because, again, they have the um, outdoor dining, but they also, if you want to sit inside, if you're like me and Roy, who we don't necessarily like eating outside, the whole side of the restaurant is open. So you have that airflow coming in and you can feel comfortable with that. Yeah, between like the indoor seats that are near the window and the outdoor seats, there's probably a good, what, 40 seats at least, maybe 40 to 50 seats yeah. um, that are available for you if you're going to feel comfortable. But as Chanel mentioned, 
the restaurant's open, it's airy, like the doors open, like there's good circulation and things like that. So again, if, if you out of the rest, if you're going to go to a restaurant, you're going to eat indoors. This is probably as, as safe as you can be. Yes. Uh, when it comes to eating indoors, um, at least our, this is what our experience was um, at, at Bing Bing Dim Sum. Um, so Bing Bing Dim Sum again, like I mentioned, like small, so mostly small plates, but they have a couple of larger entrees that are. But everything's kind of meant for sharing um, when you go there. Um, so we went there and we're like, look, like we just, we haven't been here in a while. There's a lot of stuff we want to hit, so we're gonna just just hit this menu like crazy. And as Chanel mentioned, there was you know there were three of us, so we had a, the opportunity to order more than we typically would, because so we could taste more than we typically would. Where do you want to start? Um, um, so let's just run down every first. Let's indicate everything we ordered, and then go in order of the menu of what we had. Okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, no, but I, I got you. <laughs> you said the same thing at twice, I think. But, <laughs> Maybe but you don't understand. We've right. been together a long time. You know what I mean. I got with you. So we're going to just run it down. Sichuan chicken wonton. Yes. Hot chili yo-yo and cucumber. Six to one order to give you like a nice little uh, nice little bowl of, again, chili, chicken wontons. Um, cucumber on top, not inside the wonton if you were thinking about that. Uh-huh. Um, what, what did the, you think about the, what, the wontons? The I thought wontons. they were so super tasty. Not They say that they are hot and they have a little chili next to them, but they're not super hot. There's a little bit of heat to them, not overwhelming. So if you want to dip your toe in the like little bit of spicy pond, this is for you. You don't have to be. like For, for those of you who've been to like authentic Szechuan restaurants, um, when some, sometimes you see Szechuan, you think, "Oh no, no, no," and it kind of deters you. This is not that no. that kind of um, high level of Szechuan. It's a a nice subtle heat. Um, it's more flavorful than hot. Yeah. Um, this isn't like a Di- like Han Dynasty. No, like it's not. Hot. Yeah, you're not yeah. gonna get Han Dynasty or Don Don heat levels. Yeah. You're getting a nice kick of spice. It's more about flavor than heat. Um, very good, tasty. Yeah, very very tasty. Very. Uh, Tasty appetizer. Also had the pork soup dumplings. Comes four in a, four in a, um, four in, to an order. Um, I love the soup dumplings. They're great. They're fantastic. But I'm not a soup dumpling fan, so again, I'm going to turn it over to you. No, the soup dumplings about. were really good. Um, my my sister uh, really enjoyed them. Um, the the I, I the dough on the soup dumpling was really good. Sometimes you can get a soup dumpling and the dough is a little like resistant. Yeah, like. No, these were not that, and they were huge. These were some of the biggest soup dumplings I've ever seen. Very tasty, very good. The pork inside was tender, good flavor. I had like um, uh, sesame seeds or something on the outside, um, which I hadn't seen on a soup dumpling before. Very, very flavorful. Nice dough. The dough was really good. Quite possibly the Kevin Durant of the evening, the shrimp dumplings. Yes. Um, They came forward to an order. uh, Claiborne chili, roasted garlic, and spinach. Um, those, we got two orders of those. <laughs> we got one order and we're like, look, these things, I don't know what's in these things. Well, I know what's if you said, but yeah. I don't know what that special thing that you put in these things are. I need another order of these because yep. these yeah. things are just out of bounds. It would like punch you in the mouth with flavor. Jeez. Again, this indicates a little spicy, spicy on the menu. It's not spicy. Not at all. Not at all. Um, it's just the flavors are like, everything is like a full, like punch in the mouth of flavor. And when you when you're eating the food here, yeah, you may have gone somewhere and seen Szechuan chicken wontons. You may have gone somewhere and seen a pork soup dumpling or a shrimp dumpling. Get that out of your mind because that's not what you're going to eat here. It's not going to taste anything like any dumplings that you've had. Um, and and we all know that you can go places and have dumplings, and they may not taste exactly the same, but you get a similar pl- flavor profile from restaurant to restaurant on certain things like a pork soup dumpling or right. a a chili oil wonton or something like that. This is totally out out there. It's not going to taste like anything you ever had. That shrimp dumpling tastes nothing like any of the shrimp dumplings I've ever had. Now, I've had some really good shrimp dumplings around the city, but these are uh, right up there top three. Yeah, top three and not three uh, for these, these shrimp dumplings. Now, you said something that, that kind of triggered something because mm-hmm. you use this phrase for the next dish. Something tastes like something that you've never had before. Mm-hmm. The caterpillar bread uh, with barbecue pork, caramelized honey, and sesame seeds on top of it. So the caterpillar bread. This and the next thing we'll talk about. These are the two things. They're they're the mainstays on the menu. They're always on the menu. They change up their menu a bit at Bing Bing Dim Sum every six months. But this caterpillar bread and the next thing we'll discuss. The two things that are always in the menu, and I and I'm pretty sure I know why. Because once you get these, you have to get these every time you go. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> That caterpillar bread, man, that is ridiculous. It, to me, hands down, was the best thing we had tonight. 
I know yours is different. Um, for for me, this and we had some really good stuff. Those dumplings, the shrimp dumplings, fantastic. Shrimp dumplings, caterpillar bread were the best things we had, in my opinion. But that caterpillar bread, number one. I would drive there tomorrow <laughs> to get caterpillar bread. Wow. No, it's it's yeah, it's a all right. I'm trying to let, let's try to explain. Okay. It. So it's so it's a soft. It's like they take us. <laughs> It's soft bread, almost like the bread um, that they use for their their bows, the the cheese stick bow. Like, mm-hmm. and what they must do is they stuff it with this sweet pork, um, and the pork is so tender and just ridiculous. It must have some. I I guess that caramelized honey must be in the pork as well. So they stuff this bread with this pork, and then um, like bake it with the pork in it. <laughs> And then they slice it and they bring it to you. And the bread is like super soft, but it has a nice crust on the top. And they pour like this, you know, caramelized honey like on the plate and over the bread. So you have this soft bread that has this caramelized honey with this sweet pork inside. And it just, it works, man. It is fantastic. Yeah. I, 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 I don't even know how better to explain that. So the thing I would drive there for tomorrow is the cheesesteak bao, which again, it's similar-ish. Again, like you said, bread-ish, bread consistency-wise-ish. Um, but the cheesesteak's a bao. It's a huge, like, an oversized bao bun. Yeah, this is, like, huge. This is, like, yeah. not... No. Like, not small. Like a, it's, a a palm, ham- it's a palm of your hand. Yeah, like a hamburger bun size. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bao bun uh, with Cooper Sharp cheese, uh, obviously meat, uh, beef, uh, long hots and fried onions. This thing is this is this is the bee's knees right here. This is this is it. It's very, very this tasty. is it. Like this is it, Michael Jackson. Like this is phenomenal. Like I would do like the same thing as Chanel said. Like I would drive here just to get that. Maybe even take an order to go. Like that cheesesteak bao bun is just chef's kiss. De- delicious. It's just fantastic. Those are always on the menu. Always, I've always seen those on the menu. And those if you ne- go, you have to never get those anywhere. two things and the shrimp dumpling. Absolutely. And the cheesesteak bao, just for those of you um, who may who may go at some point, they're on the happy hour menu. They're $4 a piece on the happy hour menu. Um, so you can get those cheaper. Again, if you just go to happy hour, you can kind of get one or two and kind of a little cheaper than getting a whole order. So we also tried, I guess, on the, the larger portion um, part of the menu, we also tried the Don Don noodles with ground pork, cucumber, radish, and peanut. Now, I want you to talk about this because you were not interested I was not, in getting that. Because yeah, because because I'm not a fan of cucumber. I don't hate radish, but I don't. You know, it's like I don't really want radish in my food. Um, but again, when when you when I see Don Don noodles already, you know, I have Han Dynasty in my mind, and like I'm locked they've in. Ru- they've I'm, ruined. I'm, you I'm locked for in. All Don I'm Don locked into thinking that Don Don noodles just taste one way and should taste one way, and nothing else. So when I see Don Don noodles with radish and cucumber. I'm already, you know, I'm already, you know, I have a preconceived notion in my mind. It's like, yo, this is not going to be good. These are really good. And it was so good that you said the cucumber added to it. Yeah. I'm not going to say it to me. I'm not going to say that it didn't add. I didn't, I'm not going to say it added to it. It didn't, like, I really didn't notice it as much yeah. as I thought so, I would. Okay. So as our, our, our normal listeners know, Roy does not like vegetables. No. So when he says the cucumbers didn't take away from it. That's a big plus because he doesn't eat cucumbers, Correct. but he ate them in the dish. Yeah. So that says that the dish was right. And the radish, too. I got to make the, yeah. the radish was fine. I even noticed the radish. The radish was whatever. The, he doesn't the, eat radish. Either. Yeah, but the, pe- <laughs> the, the the combination of the peanut and the. Uh, that creaminess. The creaminess of the peanut. Again, and the not spicy. No, not no, 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 no. Spicy, no, no, no. flavorful. Not at all. Not at flavorful. all. Flavorful. It's a good consistency with the noodles. Nice chew. Again, it kind of it just kind of came all, it all like everything here just comes together. Like everything, the, this is a menu. Well that, thought out yeah. recipes, yeah. things that you don't necessarily think that you'll like. Like Roy didn't think he'd like Don Don's with radish and cucumber. And look at us. But it comes, it works. It all just works so well. And something again that kind of works by itself is the caramel pork shank. Um, this comes with uh, accoutrements. Second time this episode. <laughs> Vietnamese, that word. Vietnamese pickles, sambal, and uh, steam buns. You can kind of make your own little steam buns with the caramel pork shank. So you take this huge pork shank, huge, huge, yeah. tons of meat on the pork shank comes, and you get the bao buns, and you kind of like rip off pieces of the pork shank, and you, you know you put some slaw on top, and the sambal is spicy. Now this now is spicy. that's spicy. <laughs> sambal yeah. sauce is spicy. spicy. I tried to warn Roy, spicy. he didn't listen. 
didn't listen. Very spicy sauce, but no, but the, the softness of the buns and the um and just the, the the pork shank itself. When you just eat the shank itself, yes, it's a delicious. The meat's delicious. The sauce that com- that caramel sauce, yeah. like yeah. like it by itself works well. But then when you put it with the the, the steam buns and the and the pickles and the samba and the, and the vegetables, it just it just works like nice little handheld bite. You know, nice nice bite. Um, and I, that's a larger dish. Now, yes. one thing we didn't get. But I saw people around us get, and I will definitely get next time, are the barbecue pork spare ribs. But what would you not get? To get those? Yes. No, i just add them. We just, just bring <laughs> another. something home? No, we just bring another person with us. Oh, okay. Well, that, that works. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. There's, like, there's so many, because I would have tried, there's like a, some, a chicken, that chicken dish, the chicken uh, the like mushu, lettuce wrap. No, yeah, the the mushu chicken. Yeah. yeah. No, there's so many things I want to try. And it's like, I can't order we, all We like this. Everything we ordered, we were I'm stuffed now, hours later. Like, I don't even see myself eating breakfast. Well, I don't really eat breakfast. I probably yeah. won't eat again until tomorrow evening, because I'm so stuffed right now. Yeah, it's one of these things is like, all this stuff is tremendous, and I would love to have it again the next time I eat. But I'm not hungry, and I'm not. Well, I won't be hungry. <laughs> but like, I would like. I wish I could wake up tomorrow and just have a cheesesteak bao, <laughs> or I have some of those like uh, shrimp dumplings just to have them. I wish I could wake up and have caterpillar bread. Those things are like it's phenomenal. Now, so so that's just our so. And I will say, my sister also said uh, she contemplated ordering caterpillar bread to go, so she would have it tomorrow. <laughs> it, this is true. So. So, um, and you had a couple, you had the drinks, right? So we had, um, the happy hour drinks. Uh, I forget what they called it. It was, just, it was like the chef special. Yeah. And, and they it called was, it, it was, a, what was it? The, uh, grapefruit with the, was it vodka and grapefruit? It was vodka and just grapefruit. And yeah. it was just citrusy and refreshing. If you're someone who's not doing a lot of sugar, um, there was very little, if any sugar in this drink. It just, if you like grapefruit, you like vodka, very refreshing. I, I would recommend that drink. And um, I had the house sake, which is very, very delicious good. as well. Very, very delicious as well. So again, like I said, we just came back from there not too long ago. So I posted, I just posted a picture of the restaurant. I didn't post any food or anything. I posted a picture from inside the restaurant. You know, Bing Bing Dim Sum on my Instagram account and said hashtag We Back Outside. So a couple of couple of friends of mine. Um, shout out to uh, Kyle Newbeck from the Philly Voice and Seamus Clancy of NBC Sports. So Kyle said, you know, to, he responded to my picture and said Elite. That's all he's like. He saw Bing Bing. He's like, this is Elite. And then, um, and Seamus said, he just gave me the fire emoji. So I wrote back to Seamus. I'm like, um, like, it's been a while since I've been here. You know, like this food's crazy. And he's like, cheesesteak bow buns. <laughs> that's, a, like, that's, a, that's the one thing. He only said cheesesteak. He said cheesesteak bow. That's it. This food's fantastic. Like, this is fantastic, fantastic food. I remember the first time we went, we were like, this is a top five or 10 restaurant for us in Philadelphia. I don't know about you. This is still a top five or 10 restaurant for me in Philadelphia. This food to me is just fabulous. Definitely. It's absolutely fabulous. Definitely. Like, it's so good. And they're available for takeout. They're available, I think they're available on caviar and all that stuff for delivery as well. I know you cannot get the pork soup dumplings to go. That is not available to go. Um, but I think everything else is available to go. You know, this Bing Bing Dim Sum, still good. Maybe even better than I remember. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was better than I remember. Yeah, it's so And I don't know how that was ugh. possible. It's so, so, so good. Yeah, so... Bing, bing, dim sum. You guys have not missed a beat. Um, a number one. Like you, you get again. Once we maybe next year. Once we kind of bring the awards back. Yeah, bing, bing, yeah. dim sum. You guys, we'll find a spot for you guys because it's Definitely. it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Definitely. All right, time to go off the menu for a bit. Multiple Philadelphia restaurants requiring proof of vaccination. Now, Irwin's atop the Bach building in South Philly, they require proof of vaccination. Wait, where, wait, wait, wait. When did this happen? We're doing this in Philly. This is Philadelphia. Certain I know rest- they were doing it in New York, but Philly's well, I well, knew New York's it. well, New York's going to be like a blanket thing. But Philadelphia's there's certain restaurants. I knew it in Philadelphia was coming. I knew doing. it. So Irwin's again, they're requiring a proof of vaccination for your entire party. I knew it was coming. Uh, Martha and Kensington Laver Two and East Passyunk, which we were today, and Cornerstone and Wayne will require if you if you're vaccinated, you can eat inside. If you're not, you can eat outside. Moosey or Musi and Pensport, they're still closed, but they're going to kind of come back um, pretty soon. They're the ones with the, the frizz wit, the uh, famous cheesesteak okay. sandwich. Yeah, I remember. Um, they'll be offering special dinners just for vaccinated people, people who can show proof of vaccination. So what are your what, what's your initial reaction to this, these restaurants for either requiring it? To do, to eat or requiring it to eat inside or things like that. What's your initial reaction? I don't to that? think uh, you're gonna. I think you're gonna be shocked. 
Do you think I'm going to be shocked? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I don't agree with it. You don't agree with it? No. Now, why, why is that? Um, I understand it's a slippery slope. Okay. I, I don't like it. It's a slippery slope because... Um, vaxxed versus unvaxxed. I just liken it. And, and a lot of people are gonna about to disagree with me. Mm, talk about it. Um, colored versus non-colored. Mm-hmm. It just it looks too much like that for me. It feels like discrimination. Like I don't like any kind of discrimination. Now, do I wish these people would go get vaccinated? Yes, but there are people who can't get vaccinated because of health reasons. Right. And I and I wish people who could get vaccinated would go get vaccinated to save those people. Mm-hmm. Because there are literally people who would love to get vaccinated who are unable to. Mm-hmm. And if you are not getting vaccinated because uh, you're a Marjorie Taylor Greene, which, by the way, if you are a fan of her, she's vaccinated, FYI. 1,000%. She's telling people not to get vaccinated because she thinks that's what they want to hear. The, people are dying from ignorance. Mm-hmm. You don't have to listen to a celebrity. Or, you, read up. And if I hear one more person talking about, well, va- vaccinated people can pass the virus. We sure can. However, however, the chances of us ending up in a hospital dying are a hell of a, le- a le- lot less likely than an unvaccinated person. Mm-hmm. Do I wish people would get vaccinated? Yes. Um, do I agree with um, saying if you don't show your papers, you can't come in? No. I'm never going to be for forcing people to show their papers for anything mm-hmm. um, because that's too much like show me your your freedom papers. Right. I'm never going to be for vaccinated come in, unvaccinated stay out, stay out because it's too much like coloreds, uh, non-coloreds only or whites only. Mm-hmm. I'm not down with separating society, segregating like in any form, whether it's for medical reasons or for the color of your skin or for your sex or it just is not right, and we need to really, really think about that mm-hmm. before we start traveling down this road. It, it just yeah, it's a really, it's a really, it's, it's, a slippery, tough, it's, it's tough, it's tough, I really, it's tough. And yeah. I, yes, I hate it. I hate it that that people will not get vaccinated, and that this thing's mutating, and now we got Delta and Lambda, and there's a chance we get shut down because hospitals are filling up again, and people are dying. I hate that, but this ain't the way. This ain't it. What is the way? I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, I don't know what the way is. The way is, to me, this is, uh, if you, back in the day when we went to college, you couldn't go if you didn't have your um, hepatitis shots. Right. Couldn't live in the dorm. You can't go to, you can't go to elementary school without your measles, mumps, and rubella and all that stuff. I think that's how I do it. I think employers, if you want to work here, you get vaccinated. I think that's fine. So So employers can tell their employees but you can't tell, as a private business, you can't tell your customers or potential I, customers. I just, that's a slippery thing. When you talk, when it's employer to employee, it's like, hey, I'm trying to keep a whole workforce safe. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep the people who come here safe. All right, but you can say the same thing for a restaurant. You can say, I'm trying to keep my customers safe. I mean, like, no, I'm not, yeah, I don't no, disagree I, with I, you. No, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, but you can't control the public. You can control people who work here. And you can give a person who works for you the choice. To either work for you or not work for you. Mm-hmm. If I work for you and you tell me to work here, you have to be vaccinated. I now get to make the choice right. of whether or not I want to be vaccinated and whether or not I want to work there. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if we start blanketing stuff like New York, then I'm an unvaccinated person, but I'm unvaccinated because I can't get right. vaccinated. Right. Now, I can't go out. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the, yeah, the unvaccinated. I get, I get discriminated against because I have a prior condition that says I can't. My doctor has said, the CDC has said, I'm a person who should not get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So now I get lumped in with all these people who are right. making the choice. That to me, now you're discriminating against me, not because I'm unvaccinated, but because I have a prior health condition right. that says I can't be vaccinated. That's the slippery slope. That could, and there are a lot of people out here with oil, autoimmune diseases and things like that who are not supposed to get that shot who have been told not to get that shot, who the CDC does not recommend get that shot. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what my focus goes to. It goes to the people who, hey, I and I've had a conversation with a person like that who would love to get the shot, but they cannot because of their health condition. Right. So now they live in isolation. 
So now they take it upon themselves when they're going out in the public to do things to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. And I just say, with vaccinated people, we should have, I, as you know, never took my mask off. We should have never took our mask off. Well, that's a whole that separate, was that's a whole, that whole thing that's was a whole separate a, that, thing. That's that whole, whole thing was a terrible thing <laughs> for us to even take these damn masks off. We should have never took them off. That's separate. But I just I really go down to now if you're sitting at home and you're not getting vaccinated because you think they put microchips well, in it well, or yeah, whatever well, the hell it is. What all that is, I just recommend that you do your own research. Do uh, Instagram and Facebook are not research. They're not. And if you have a doctor telling you some mumble jumble stuff that goes totally against what other doctors are saying, you might want to get a second opinion. I'm just saying. But this discrimination thing, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here for that. And I know why restaurants are doing it. They're trying to stay alive. They're trying to. They don't want what happened because it killed a lot of businesses. I get it. I don't know the answer. I don't. I just. The, I implore people to really consider what this is mm -hmm. because and i as a black person i'm sorry i just i can't ever be for saying you get to come and you don't get to come for a health status that's a slippery slope for me i hear you and just just again just to and kind of go with that i mean look i mean there's kids cannot get vaccinated so no. are you telling people who have kids that they can't come you, to can't, you can't go out as a family and eat yeah. because these kids are vaccinated again like that's like well this, that doesn't sound right <laughs> like there no. has to be a better way to do this yeah. than to kind of say all right you you segment of society you have to sit over here yeah. or whatever because yeah. again like as a as a I, i'm with you on i'm with you on this like i, I on the surface, I'm like, all right, yeah, this may, like, I'd like for there to be something along these yeah, lines. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it out there. But, I'm a vaccinated person. Would I love to go places where only vaccinated people are and we we don't uh, co me But I'm sorry. Like they said, vaccinated people, we do pass through. We pass it to each other, too. Like, it, it will happen. So requiring it at this stage in the game, because this Delta thing's been running wild and people been running wild and not enough people got vaccinated, it's rampant now. So even doing this ain't gonna ain't gonna change it. I'm sorry. I, I, and I again, I don't know what to do, but I don't think this is the way. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no. Just, to, just again, just to put a bow on this. So, like as you know, like I think I'm kind of with you on this because again, as a sports fan, you know, whenever I think about this, the thing that always comes to mind to me is Augusta National. And Augusta National, of course, there was the whole thing. It's like you know, because basically Augusta National is a private golf course where the Masters is. And people would fight for years, you know, it's like, well, you know, Augusta National can allow whoever they want to be a member of Augusta National, you know, even though they didn't allow women and they didn't allow black people, you know, for years and years and years. But it's like, it's a private course. They can do what they want. That clearly was wrong. Right. Like, so it's like, if it's wrong for, you know, to discriminate in that kind of situation, it's kind of wrong to discriminate in this situation as well. Like, it doesn't feel right. Like, it, no. feel, it feels, you know, name something that feels racist. It's not racist. Like, it exactly. kind of feels wrong. It feels wrong. It feels wrong. And again, I don't know what the answer is, but I don't know if this is quite the answer. Um, so yeah, so hopefully there's like you know some different way to deal with this. I don't know what that is though. Yeah. And um, I won't proclaim no. And I know you guys are in a tough situation. Yeah. So I, 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 that's just my two cents as a black woman. It just feels wrong. No, absolutely. It absolutely. Feel, in my gut, I don't like it. It no. doesn't sit well with me. No, I hear you. I hear you. All right, we are going to take a quick break. On the other side, we have an upcoming event to tell you about, and we have some invitations to hand out for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Back segment number three of the show. Main line today, restaurant week. It's actually two weeks. August 23rd through September the 5th. This is the first one ever and it spans three counties. Montgomery, Delaware, and Chester counties. Three course lunches for $24.95. Three course dinners for $36.95. You've heard us talk about various restaurant weeks, so you guys know how this works. Participating restaurants, partic you know, they participate and they have special um, dinners and all sorts of cool stuff uh, during this event. It's a great time to check out restaurants at a lower price point than you would normally 
be able to check them out. So please check them out. And as we always say, always say during Restaurant Week, please, 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 please understand how Restaurant Weeks work. And don't kind of judge a restaurant harshly if yeah, kind of like you, you come it. in with a party of 10 and they like forget your water or something like that. It's restaurant it's, weeks are a little different. That's not a one star. It's yeah, not a one. Restaurant weeks work a little different. You know, if you want your customized order during restaurant week and they have fixed menus and they don't, you know, they don't attend to your needs and you don't there have to rip them. There are 50 of and you. Yeah, and like don't. Like, like, come on. Restaurant weeks are different. All right. So again, it's a lot of people who are at restaurants who don't typically go to restaurants and a lot of restaurants serve set set menus just so you can get a flavor of the restaurant so again please understand how these things work um and don't one star these restaurants especially not now yeah this um, is not the time <clears throat> to be one starring it's not not a good time if you don't have to uh more than 30 restaurants are participating um in the initial main line today restaurant week including uh the pizzeria vetri out on the main line uh stove and tap uh, all three locations including the one in westchester nectar victory brewing company uh the gables at chadsford and more. For more information, check out mainlinetoday.com forward slash restaurant dash week. Again, Mainline Today Restaurant Week, August 23rd through September the 5th. It's time now for our Sunday dinner segment. This is the portion of the show where we invite someone to our house for dinner based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy or at least noteworthy to us on some levels. So usually a brief kind of, you know, detour from talking about food for the entire episode however yours is food centric and yours is well food yeah, yeah. And, and yours is about a place that that we you know that's one of what was well that, no let's our, be quite clear it's a place that we love the food at talk about it so i'm gonna keep this um short and sweet so my sunday dinner goes out to and i don't know your name mm. But you're either the manager or the front of house or whatever at William O'Haran and Son. And you were there last Saturday, um, roughly around six-ish, seven-ish working. And I was having uh, a dinner on the patio outside. Um, This was actually my very first, like... (laughs) intro into you know today was like my second but my first indoor experience and last week was my first like kind of outdoor experience and I decided hey I'm gonna go to William O'Haran and Son and I'm gonna invite these people who let me pick the restaurant for dinner and this was one of my favorite places in the city that I missed going to so they had never been there and I said hey we're gonna go to this place so we go here we sit on the deck and we're enjoying our dinner and we're uh, ordering a lot of wine, you know, we're ordering, we spent a decent amount of money here. Um, and I ordered a pizza to go so I could bring it home for, for my lovely husband. Thank you. Um, and we're, as we're waiting, for, as we're dining, sir, you continuously seem to come to our table to kind of rush us along. And then as we were waiting for the to-go pizza, you basically asked us to get up. And, like, basically asked us to move. You weren't, uh, like, nice about your interactions with us at all. You were rude. You were arrogant. Um, And you embarrassed me, quite frankly, because I was the one who had recommended this place because Roy and I had been here so many times. We gave you glowing reviews on the show. And you embarrassed me. Um, You made us feel terrible. Um. And, and I just would like to say in the time of COVID, when restaurants are suffering, this is just not the behavior that you exhibit with people who are spending money, who are, you know, enjoying the restaurant to be that rude was ridiculous to, to basically make us leave when there were clearly tables around and just to be so rude about it. You know, there was a better way for you to handle that if you needed the table. There's a better way to when you when because one of the people who was with me expressed how she felt about you. Um, she wasn't loud or anything. She was just basically blunt with you about how she felt about you. And you could have offered us a drink or apologized or done anything to make the experience less terrible. But you failed to do that. So you failed at your job completely last Saturday. Um, I, I probably because of you will never go there again. We'll never mention that restaurant on the show again. I'll unfollow the restaurant. You guys are basically done to me from that one interaction. 
And that is my Sunday dinner. And we'll leave it at that. Um, my Sunday dinner goes out to three individuals. Um, they are known as the Locks. Um, some people may call them D-Block. Some people may call them other things. But um, the Locks, Jada Kiss, Dallas P, Sheik Luch, um, they were the stars of the most Reese's versus competition between themselves and a set known as the Diplomats. Now, versus, for those of you who don't know, is kind of evolved into something bigger than it started it's fantastic. out as. Fantastic. Um, but it was a basically it's basically a, a, a an artist v artist battle. Um, artist v artist that are started on Instagram and is now on Triller and versus and all, whatever whatever it is. Um, so anyhow, so it was the locks versus um, the locks versus uh, Cam and Jewel Santana. And Freaky Ziki, my wife's favorite uh, rapper. Um, and <laughs> That's Jim, a whole and, lie. And, and Jim Jones. Um, so the thing is, so Jadakiss is already, he's not new to this. Because Jadakiss already had a, a versus battle uh, months ago versus Fabulous and excelled in that matchup. It was clear to everyone watching that that Jadakiss won that battle. Um, and the thing about these versus battles is about energy. It's about bringing, bringing the juice. It's about bringing excitement, especially now. Since that these versus battles are in front of live crowds, and this one in particular was at the theater in Madison Square Garden. So these are two New York hip hop groups, legendary hip hop groups, in Madison Square Garden. Part of the allure, part of it is playing to the crowd. And Jada Kiss and the Locks, they did that better than everyone else, yes, or anyone did. else did that night. Even though they were outnumbered on stage fifty-seven to three, they and controlled that crowd. They controlled the the energy in that building um, from start to beginning. Um, so shout out from to Jada. From start to beginning? Start to beginning. Jeez, wow. Start to start to end. So shout out to Jada. Again, shout out to Sheikah yeah. Lou. Shout, shout out to... You expose, you expose Dipset for who Styles. I always believed them to be. The, when Cam... Cam I never came liked out, them. I never liked Dipset. You know, I when, just never... When Cameron came out late, when Cameron came out without the pink, when Cameron came instead to start that freestyle Cameron three acted times like he over, didn't know those other people. he started. He had to start his free, freestyle three times over. And when he came out, and he lit, he sat in that beach chair for like fifteen minutes and didn't get up until like his crew was getting washed. That's when you know like the night was over. It was already Cameron over. Saw what Jewel Santana was wearing and decided he did not want to be associated with that. So <laughs> the thing is with these verses for those again those of you who don't know for those of you, it's about energy, and you have to play to the crowd. This isn't, this isn't people. When it first started, it was an artist, two artists on Instagram, and they would play a song that played through their computer speakers, and you would just hear it, and then people would just react and, you know, wherever they are in the world. This is a concert. This is a performance. And, again, they were playing up the fact that they're going on tour. So, again, like you want to you show out like you're on tour, like you're performing for a crowd. One set of people did that. The other set of people did not. So, shout out to Jada. Shout out to Sheik Luch. Shout out to Styles P. You guys get the invite to our home for Sunday dinner. That is it for this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you... John Appetit. Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does big oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an ExxonMobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against um, uh, some of the science? Uh, yes. You know, we were looking out for our shareholders. They care about profits, not people. Learn more at polluters.exposed. Farish Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is ready to help you make this the summer. During the Make This the Summer sales event, get up to 0% APR for 48 months or up to 3750 total cash allowance on a new Grand Cherokee or Gladiator. If you prefer a truck, get 0% APR for 48 months or 5550 total value on a new Ram 1500. Browse our selection in person or visit us online at farishdodgejeep.net. Disclaimer, APR financing for 48 months with $20.83 per 1000 finance with approved credit. See dealer for details expires 831 